0: up welcome back to guitar blah blah the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar now i talked yesterday about a particularly crazy guitar build uh, that was definitely definitely a let's say yeah unique <laughs> a unique build check out yesterday's episode if you didn't catch that and i did say i wanted to jump Back on to pointing out some more cool builds that are going on, builders for you guys to check out and yeah, giving a bit of a catch up on some of the awesome stuff that's going on out there, Um, especially as yes, suddenly we're hurtling through 2021 um, and I haven't so far given you guys a bit of a roundup of some of the builds that have caught my eye and some of the ones that are going on right now, some of the completed Models that we've seen out there, some new stuff from some cool builders who we've covered before, and that's actually what I want to start with. Is I want to start with some great stuff that's coming out from builders that I've covered before, done features and highlights on that uh, I think is going to interest anyone who's into beautiful guitars and amazing cool craftsmanship and just seeing some of the awesome models that are out there. And you know, whenever I talk about these builders and mention them, I'm always saying, like I all, yeah keep up with letting you guys know about cool stuff that they're doing and and any new models anything like that um and so i thought i'd give a bit of an update give a bit of a roundup because in the last few weeks in particular there have been some really cool things to kind of kick off 2021 in terms of yeah great builders bringing out really really cool stuff that you guys are going to want to see so without further ado let's get into it the first build i want to point out is from Daimler guitar works in germany i've talked several times about Daimler guitar works done a couple of features in particular talking about well the use of um, wood and using local wood and thermo treated woods and putting local woods basically working with a bunch of scientists in a lab to put um, local woods through this kind of thermal treating process whereby you're basically recreating some of the properties in terms of how they are to work with in the workshop, in terms of tonally, in terms of weight, um, basically to offer you a whole bunch more options as the customer and also to um, stick with the local wood concept and not have to ship woods all over the world and get woods from perhaps slightly worrying sources and it can be hard to ethically source some of these woods that we uh, guitar players love and you know even when it's not even when is it there's a good easy supply of ethically sourced stuff um is it sustainable if you're trying to push yourself as a sustainably sensible company in that way does it make sense to be shipping these woods all over the world what if there's wood that's definitely sustainably managed and right in your backyard so you're not shipping it all over the place plenty of wood where diamond guitar, guitar works are based i mean literally they're they're um really in the middle of some beautiful countryside uh, out there you can see a little bit of that on the meet the makers episode about daimo guitar works that i uh, produced with guitar.com and you can watch it on the guitar.com youtube channel give you an intro to their work and also if you just search this podcast there's several episodes about diamond guitar works Uh, covering a whole bunch of core stuff that they do amazing cool features as well as the uh, use of interesting woods to provide a whole bunch of new possibilities to players keep things sustainable and basically open new doors for them in terms of crafting guitars out of new woods thermally treat them and you can get even more sort of heightened certain properties so that someone wants a guitar with these sorts of properties but is very light without chambering is there a wood that when you put it through a treating process can can work for that perfectly Um, as well as, you know, kind of uh, emulate some things from woods that are more difficult to source or would otherwise make the guitar more expensive even. Um, All sorts of interesting stuff, as well as that they do a lot of stuff with electronics, some cool pickup stuff. Um, And I've covered particularly doing some highlights on their Firestar model, which they kind of put out there as the experimental guitar. Um, It doesn't have to be, it's an offset model and uh, as custom guitars, you can get, you know, much more... Let's say like down to earth or traditional kinds of layouts on there for sure. You can just have a beautiful, um, really nice kind of quite a a thin, quite a sleek, um, quite a sleek actually offset shape of the Firestar. Very comfortable, really easy on the eyes. You could just get a beautiful one of those with some custom wound pickups from them and Lola and whoever else. Get your kind of dream offset guitar in one of their gorgeous custom colors with all of the high end um fantastic craftsmanship and work that that comes up with any diamond guitar you could just do that but they kind of also say that yeah the firestar is really this 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 palette for um putting all of these fantastic electronic elements in there experimenting with pickup placements piezo discs uh pickups behind the bridge, uh all of these crazy awesome features that there are some really cool experimental musicians. And you know, not necessarily just experimental. There are some really cool musicians who utilize those in cool ways because of the possibilities for, for sound creation that they give you. And you know, it's a fun, cool thing as well. It's even been demoed and uh out there kind of thing you can't get from anyone else. Well, um as that's, that's the Firestar in particular, you know, Diamond works do a lot of that. Particularly on the Firestar, there's definitely more traditional elements on their other models. And um, the Blue Star is an interesting model. It's another offset, but it's rounder, kind of chunkier. Um, And there's a really fascinating Blue Star that uh, has just come out. And it's interesting for a couple of reasons. It's uh, got a walnut top and neck and um, on top of a mahogany body and that's a fascinating combination woods and the walnut looks absolutely gorgeous i mean i'm definitely a fan of that i think for a while after the 70s it looked outdated because it got kind of really associated with the 70s i think that was a furniture thing as well but you saw it in guitars i mean gibson were doing all sorts of weird things with walnut in the in the 70s i mean you know i mean there were guitars that would just have walnut tops and things from from other companies and stuff but you know wasn't it in the 70s that gibson was doing like the kind of sandwich thing where the guitars were sort of made of a weird sandwich of wood with a big chunk of walnut in it or something very weird stuff i mean i know sort of 70s gibson is the stuff that gives people um some sort of nightmares or horror flashbacks when they hear about it and they want to pretend that it never happened um sort of the 70s guitar building in general for the bigger companies could definitely cause people to sort of horrible horrible flashbacks to things they don't want to remember from from guitar builds but uh yeah i think it got associated with that for a little while um and the look of it really does sometimes have something that that calls back to that but i think it's been long enough now that it is not associated with that and it's kind of become Used enough and widespread enough, and a whole different range of different looking guitars across guitar building. It's actually become quite popular. I mean, there's quite a lot of builders that like it, there's quite a lot of players that like it, and it's a really beautiful look. Um, and Walnut can have some really, really interesting figuring. You can get some of the nicest tops out there from Walnut. Um, you know, if you're into the figuring being a lot more, um, kind of ununiform, you know, when you've got like Flame Maple, you often, I mean, it can look fantastic in so many ways but one of the ways it looks best is when it you know perfectly book matched and it the you know or or you get you get a one piece and it's just you know really beautifully uniform across the lines and the light to the dark is just you know kind of almost like printed paper you know it's just like so perfect and then these tight tight lines of figuring you know um obviously that looks phenomenal but sometimes what looks really cool is crazy figuring like you get some kind of um like there's a, a, a guitar from Bass Art Guitar. It's also in Germany, which I've got a demo of on the Axes and Blades YouTube channel um, where I do my guitar videos. And, you know, that one's got a one-piece curly maple top. And that's just crazy. It almost looks like animal hair from, from far away. Like it's just totally ununiform with these crazy spirals and these deep kind of three-dimensional elements to it, as well as the finish on it kind of had hues of blue in the brown. And, and yeah. If you're into complex figuring like that, redwood can get you some really complex figuring. Walnut can be beautiful; it's a, it's more subtle. Um, you know, a lot of it's just grain and then there's little bits of figuring. Um, sometimes it's it's more heavy, but you know, I tend tends to be more subtle on the figuring and just but just the grain patterns themselves are very interesting and non uniform. Um, and you can kind of get these dashes, these touches of figuring here and there, and I really like that. Um, and this blue star from Diamond Guitar Guitarworks really has that. It's got this you know beautiful kind of complex grain um and the the kind of slight subtle changes of of hue to to it and then there's this really nicely subtle flaming kind of figuring just dashing in here and there yeah i could spend ages describing this guitar like a pretentious asshole like <laughs> this wood, top. not even the guitar just the walnut top and um, i'm seeing it more and more these days and that's one of the reasons i want to point this out is i feel like yeah i've seen up more and more here and there for like people are coming around to the aesthetic of it and also people like it for other reasons and um it's a really cool wood for building guitars with um that's me skillfully avoiding the word tone wood because i don't want someone to yell at me i know it's a podcast and you can't yell at me because that's not how this works thankfully but (laughs) i don't want you yelling at the speaker or headphones wherever i'm coming out of either um i'll still feel bad about it the cosmic negative feelings you'll project will still get me probably um but it's fan it's it's it, you know whether you think it has a tonal effect or, wh- or whether or whether not not how- however you fall on that side of the argument uh beautiful looking and um definitely gives things a distinct look that makes them stand out it's a subtle thing it's not kind of a bling look you know it's not like outrageous figuring you know outrageously figured maple or something like i say but really love it um beautiful on this guitar goes really well interesting um tail piece on this as well um which is really, really interesting. Um, it's also got a um, piezo disc in there as well with some interesting switching. That's what the sliders, there's some slider switches on here, a couple of slide switches as you'd love to see on an offset guitar. Um, and one of them's out of phase, and one of them's to. Um, Basically, switch in a piezo disc as well, which is in the guitar. So, um, very subtle, classical-looking, and the walnut kind of gives things a classy, classical look as well. It's really good for that. Um, this has that, but then it's got some of those that kind of dimal flair of the experimental in there as well as these these this very beautiful guitar. I don't want to call it traditional because it doesn't really look exactly like anything, but it's very subtle. It, It hits the eye right, you know, even if you are a very traditional fan of guitars this absolutely will hit the eye right even though it's a unique shape and not just a a copy of some model or anything like that the other reason i wanted to point this out in particular is it comes back to something that i promised i would come back to and uh kind of touch upon again with you guys is this um this is one of the first builds i have seen um with these new blend buckers from Dymo guitar works and if you missed my episode talking about that before um it was one of the ones where I was talking about uh, single coil uh, coil split sounds, and not the most recent one where I was talking about the benefits of coil split sounds. But I did an episode talking about uh, I think it was called something like "If you don't like coil split sounds, try these," um, you know, guitars that have interesting circuits to give you single coil and humbucker sounds from the same pickups, or to give you that kind of kind of simulation of that. Um, but not just a simple call split. And I was talking about the JHG guitars use of the blend circuit using the Seymour Duncan Stag Mag, and then a um, more standard humbucker pickup. And then rather than just a split, you've got a blend circuit with a five-way switch between two, the two humbuckers. And that gives you um, really good kind of close emulation to a a kind of telly sound uh telly single coil sound and then also gives you these blend ideas and you can absolutely get other single coil sounds and then the blending means that you can get you know tailor the single coil sound so you've not just got a straight split coil you can kind of blend back in the elements that you feel might be lost from a split coil like that and i also in the episode talked about what was then a kind of brand new announcement of of yet to come the blend buckers from time or guitar works um this is a um blend idea as well so it's not a but you know a switch and it goes from this to that it's not the the thing that requires like a any kind of transition it's a blending of true single coil to humbucker sound so when you're all the way around on one side of it it is actually just a single coil pickup active with a single coil pickup and it's made to be good sounding as a single coil pickup they're they're interesting looking pickups they do not look like a standard humbucker um and the idea is that it is made specifically it's not just a pickup that's made as a humbucker and then yeah throw a coil split on it without the pickup designer having really thought through how to make that sound good as a single coil that's a lot of the reason why coil splits don't sound good that's made as a humbucker that's the primary focus um, of it being made to be tonally good adequate punchy clear however it's supposed to sound that's what it's dialed into be is a humbucker it's made as humbucker. dialed into be a humbucker and um you know and that's that's what is primarily or entirely you know i say primarily entirely if this is built with no intention in mind of it being coil split um such as by a pickup designer um if it's being made specifically for a guitar with coil splits that can be slightly different but really most of the time uh humbuckers are not designed that specifically for this you know iteration you know it's not designed for this one guitar if you have a custom guitar builder who's also building their pickups you know you can have that um this is built specifically for a coil splits but generally a pickup model that's put in all sorts of different guitars even if it's made um, by the manufacturer that's also making the guitarist their own pickup um, you know if it's made as if it's a humbucker it'll be made at least primarily if not entirely to sound good as a humbucker not as a single coil that's very much an afterthought or not really thought about as at all um, by a lot of people obviously that's not true of certain um, cool pickup makers I mean like I said the Steam or Duncan Stack Stagmag is made with splitting specifically in mind other pickup makers have picked up on this um, the cool thing about the Uh, blend bucket from diamond guitar works is it fits that it's made to sound really good as a single coil it's made to sound really good as a humbuck it's made equally to sound good as both it's a cool entire custom design with that from the ground up not even a a tweak or modification to an existing pickup that was one or the other this is made entirely kind of 50 50 from both ends to be both um but not just to be both but to be everything in between um, it's made for the purpose of blending, as as the name blendbucker would suggest, and that's important. When you know the, the making pickups is a lot of trial and error, it's a lot of learning, it's a lot of tweaking and refining and refining and refining. And um, if you're doing that from a single perspective, that's the perspective from which it's going to end up a success. For example, if that's all with trying to make a humbucker sound good, it's going to sound good as a humbucker when you, when you get to the point that you feel like it's a success. Um, it's not. Just, it's very unlikely it's just going to happen to also sound good as a as a single coil, even making it as a primarily and to go in a neck position or a bridge position you're making it for that purpose, and you're doing all that refining, refining refining, and every time you're getting a step closer to it being a let's say bridge pickup and not a net pickup um you know but uh, if you're doing it entirely from step one with the idea to be that this is to be a single coil and a humbug and blended between the two in this blend circuit setup it's going to be better at doing that than a lot of uh, other pickups. And so that's why it's fascinating. And overall on this guitar, what an interesting, what an interesting guitar from the crazy looking ebony tailpiece. It's got really beautiful, kind of elegant design, but it's very different looking from the use of walnut on it. It's very striking. The Blue Star is a really nice design. Anyway, cool switching options and then these blend buckers on there. What a great guitar. I mean, what a fascinating build. And uh, I just really thought you guys would like to see it. You can check out more of that at the link in the description next build i want to talk to you guys about is not actually just an individual build but it's the announcement of a new model from a builder that i've talked about on here before pretty recently actually i was talking about whale hazard guitars over in the u.s um just talking about their andromeda model which again is a kind of offset design very different to the diamond stuff though um as the name would suggest, kind of feels like a bit of a space age. In a way, there's something kind of space-aging, futuristy about it as an offset, but it's not... When I say that, you're instantly going to think of some sort of crazy avant-garde-looking guitar. It's not that at all. It's um, a lot easier on the eye than that. Um, the whale hazard designs are absolutely, definitely unique, and they have some interesting sharp points and curves, but these are not guitars that um you know are kind of the marmite guitars if you love them or you hate them because they're so stupid crazy looking that's not at all it really strikes a nice balance of there is that futurist kind of space age element that's obviously deliberately in there with the naming you could tell um it's part of the design concept but um but there's also just some balancing in there that means it really strikes you pleasingly it's not like you don't see that it's different it's not like it's really subtle how different it is it doesn't look traditional but um yeah really I, I i waxed kind of poetic before about how much i enjoy the andromeda design and i've never played one but i just i just love seeing it every time i do and the whale has the guitars as full custom instruments including and this is the other thing i talked about a lot they do a lot of inlay work and they work with guitar builders to do inlay work um renowned for their inlay work and it looks absolutely gorgeous and that the inlay work on the fretboard in they work on the guitar the headstock combined with wood and finish combinations mean that it's just so beautiful and diverse and striking the andromeda models um they get me every time the, the whale hazard models overall really but especially the andromeda and um now just to kind of kick off this year a few weeks ago now whale hazard announced a new model it's a short scale bass model it's called the taiki um you can check out how to spell that <laughs> also at the link in the description um really beautiful um prototype that they showed off again these are custom models uh so there's a lot you know especially on the aesthetic element which is different here wood choices and stuff but um really really caught my eye seeing the the reveal of the prototype of this um fantastic so yeah so it's a short uh, scale base um 30 inch scale kind of yeah kind of really bevelled a lot of like comfort bevels a lot of carving on this um which suggests it's going to be really comfort and also adds to the striking aesthetic of it. it looks like a nice small body thin as well you know this is going to be very comfortable very light by the looks of it um which is great it's absolutely fantastic um which is uh which is a good thing uh this on on the prototype it had uh these bartolini soap bar pickups which is cool and a hip shop bridge but um you know that that's all very customizable stuff it looks great Uh, it looks like a great little setup on uh this prototype um and again on this prototype this is all changeable but a black limber body and a really beautiful striking blue kind of cobalt blue almost kind of uh pick guard on it in this almost like yeah it's almost like a saber tooth shape to it or something it's quite striking cutting shape across the uh across the neck pick up and down onto where the controls are which is quite beautiful actually and uh, this one's in a trans white burst which i've seen some similar kind of of these very subtle kind of um it's called like ghost pearl i think from whale hazard um where sort of this other other shade this other hue of color comes in with this pearl slightly you know it's not it's not metallic flake or anything like that it's not like that it's very subtle kind of catches the light shimmer verging on towards metallic i mean you get it in the word pearl it's got this like almost verging towards um uh you know metallic element in the finish but it's not it's not a metallic finish it's not a sparkle finish or anything like that it's just got that that beautiful pearl pearlescent kind of flavour to it would bring in this other hue great beautiful looking great use of their finish work to make such a striking prototype on this um, and it's got absolutely stunning inlays on it which look like something that would be some crazy custom option but they do actually come as standard on the Taiki apparently which is so cool that that's the standard so that's not like the priced up hey I've got I've got a custom inlay idea the the straight up inlays on this are kind of going to blow any other any other standard inlays you're going to see out there out of the water you know you're used to seeing dots will be standard or you know maybe kind of crown or or, or diamond or something but that sort of thing and then um you know above that having having these kind of complementing contrasting colors of inlay material and things that that's got to be the custom option that's got to be the 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 really laying it on with the beautiful aesthetics you know ticking every box on the uh, options list kind of thing but no on this that's standard which is great i mean that's a really clever thing as are leaning into a kind of a usp and kind of a um great eye-catching feature of whale hazard that sets them apart from other builders as well is obviously they are producing massive inlay work and so they have that standard on the build i think it's actually really sensible which is great um so yeah, links to that as well to check out the new short scale bass. Obviously, if you're just into guitar, you're going to be like, why? I don't want to see it. But go and check it out. Check out the finish on this as well. There's some close-ups of the kind of sparkle elements in this pearl finish. There's kind of slight metallic, slight kind of sparkle elements in the in these pearl finishes. You can see what I mean by that. It's gorgeous work on there as well. I mean, just check out the Whale Hazard stuff in general. Um, but you can check that out. It, just as a honorable shout out also to Whale Hazard. This is on the same link you'll be able to see this um, because it's also a new build i will give you an honorary shout out for people right now who are going it's called guitar blah blah not bass boring boring yeah i know it i know you don't like bass i get it but um (laughs) i like bass and it's my podcast what are you going to do about it and it's guitar and bass all of it's great man it's all good it's all music it's all fun i know that's like the possibly not the not the most sensible idea like what's your podcast about words about guitar ostensibly but i've just decided i can talk about whatever the hell i want um that's just like the me podcast it's not useful at all but uh just in case you're sitting there going oh what a jip one of the one of the builds he wanted to talk about was a bass one i will give you an honorary mention it's a guitar from whale hazard i thought this was really cool um they did a kind of Post shouting back to a build that they did for the 2018 Vancouver International Guitar Festival. And I thought it tied in nicely with a lot of the stuff I'm talking on here is about local wood stuff. And this was for um they did a local wood build thing they often do it at the guitar shows where a lot of luthiers and builders come like Holy Grail guitar show in Berlin they did it uh, apparently at the 2018 Vancouver International Guitar Festival as well so uh, Whale Hazard did a local wood build for that fast thing i know you guys are interested in hearing about all these crazy different tone woods and crazy different materials that are getting used so this is um this is a really cool Andromeda model kind of got yeah, some more classic, slightly vintagey elements to this than other Andromedas, which shows you the versatility of of it and the custom guitars, which is cool. It looks great like this in this setup, actually. It looks looks, um, yeah, like some 50s or, yeah, like some 50s futurist model, actually. Um, alternate reality kind of thing. It re- really reminds me of. Um, really, really cool. Woods on this are butternut body, cherry neck with a wild plum fretboard. And the wild plum fretboard is beautiful. It's like lighter than um rosewood it's it's um but not to not at maple it's almost like this kind of cappuccino-y middle color i'm trying to describe it more than i ever would describe colors which is which is something i find fascinating about in this podcast when i'm describing guitars to people so get a bit of an idea of what i'm talking about um i would i never ever ever use more than just like five different colors (laughs) right like you just say, like, I was brown. and What's that? was oh, also brown. What's that? Oh, brown. What's that? Oh, bit bit red brown. What's that? I don't know. Red? Isn't it more orange? Oh, I don't really do orange. It's red or it's yellow. Make up your mind. Like, I don't know the colours. So I'm sitting there trying to be like, oh, beautiful cappuccino, you know. It's as if I know, you know i need someone else here. i need some like interior designer to be like actually i'd see that's more mocha like i don't fucking know um it's brown what do you want from me um but yeah this kind of lighter brown the rose actually looks it looks really beautiful it looks stunning on the guitar and it's um kind of works well because there's this there's this uh the finish on the on the body is this kind of kind of bourbon butterscotch fade on it and uh goes beautifully with that uh wild plum fretboard never seen that before so uh, i thought i'd point that out as well that even the pickups were locally made it's got a master bridge on it which is made locals as well as as well i mean yeah yeah uh what do you want what do you want it's all local stuff so it's fitting into that concept it ties back to the diamond stuff and it's something i talk about a lot and i thought i would give you guys an honorary one in case you felt like i'd I, I screwed you over with the bass build for some reason. Uh, it's a guitar podcast. But yeah, there you go. There's a guitar from Whale Hazard as well at the same links that's, that are in the description of this podcast. So you can go check that out as well. Beautiful looking guitar. Uh, great example of the versatility of the Andromeda model when you do full custom builds and fascinating use of local woods. Again, just like Diamond Guitar Works are doing as well in a totally different part of the world. It makes for all these interesting, diverse guitars super cool. Um, the last builder I want to talk about, I've got a couple of builds here technically, but um, one of them's kind of a re-reminder, a re-shout-out. Uh, so not so much focus on that. I want to mention again, Sabra Fenn. Sabra finn Luthia based in Spain. Uh, I've talked about these guys a few times because I was talking about how I was part of my work. I'm actually helping them, or have been part of helping them get out a very special project Um just spread it out into the world i wasn't part of making it come into being i don't have any of the talent or skill at all required to get this kind of project uh working without giving too much away about it it's being teased at the moment and it's kind of moving beyond being teased right now it's an incredibly special guitar build um you can check out sabra van Luthier and there's a bunch of posts about it you'll see which one i mean it's t- teasing with a bunch of close-ups and you're kind of gradually seeing more and more of this guitar from sabra van luthien it's a link to a very special backstory that i can't totally reveal right now it's been gradually revealed by them like i say i've been part of getting that story together and out there and um, yeah fantastic like genuinely unique i know it's a lot of i use that word a lot everyone talking about cool custom guitars uses that word and similar words a lot i know you're sick of that i apologize we're not smart enough to have a bunch more words to use because we don't read because we just spend all day talking about guitars and playing guitar and we get more and more stupid as our brain atrophies and all we can think of is going oh it's unique although atrophies that was pretty good I don't know if I used it right but it sounds smart Um, I'll look it up after this I won't I'll go to look it up and then I'll be like oh what have Gibson done now and then I'll spend six hours doing that Um, and, and then I'll atrophy some more so there you go Uh, probably just physically as well if i'm just sitting here doing guitar stuff all day my body and brain will just wilt i'll just be like a pair of eyes in a jar like and a mouth just so i can do the podcast and demand to be moved around certain parts of the guitar store that's all i'll be that'll be good you probably get people come to the guitar store as sort of a museum to see the the man who turned himself into just not even a brain in a jar just eyes in a mouth and i scream about which guitars i want to see epiphone and i just get moved around and i go look at them um <laughs> uh, fretwork looks a bit rough on that move me to Schechter, but um anyway i can't remember what i was talking about but i was talking about this sabra guitar, which is fascinating wonderful but i actually can't deep dive into the story right now but i don't need to because uh i will talk about it more as episodes go on i keep you kind of informed about it but if you check out the links in the description of this podcast you can see what sabra have put out so far about it and uh that's going on all the time they're putting out more and more information about it and kind of revealing the story of it as it goes it's been an honor to be a part of that um and yeah you know knowing the finished product and knowing the kind of backstory it's so worth following like it's just such an insane project like if you love following guitar builds or you just you know you're an amateur builder you're a professional builder you're into just seeing all any cool guitar stuff just guitar porn just crazy stuff like just the stuff that people can do as well with their skill um that are you know the kind of people who are skilled enough that they don't have to just do a podcast because the only skill they have is talking (laughs) uh yeah it's amazing it's it's a it's a fascinating build and it will really yeah give you a great introduction to sabra fenn's work if you're not familiar but great way to see the the breadth and depth of stuff that's going on out there in guitar world um again just you know gives you this hope for the future even if you're just like yeah i'm happy with my guitar i don't need to i'd never need to play something like that it's not selling it to you know it's not about like you gotta buy this It's just a beautiful story it's a great example of craftsmanship and um it's a cool guitar nerdy thing as well and it kind of gives you hope looking looking at guitarists and stuff like that seeing that like this is such a healthy vibrant community with so many people building enthusiasts hobbyists modding players at every single possible level people that listen to podcasts people that do podcasts make youtube videos it's such a vibrant growing lively community that you like you just see something like this going on you're like this is something that's happening is being spread around is being celebrated by a person in spain talked about by someone somewhere else listened to by someone somewhere else and we're all interested and these things are happening every day and this is just one example of it i don't know just looking at guitar like this makes me feel like you know if this is happening that's the sign of a vibrant alive community that the guitar is part of celebrating something important and bigger beyond that and is of cultural significance enough to be part of that and to be recognized as part of that yeah, even just looking at the guitar does that for me. But especially the story behind it, you can kind of hear me hinting at it a bit there, um, is is really just you're you're not going to look at someone like this and be like, "Oh, guitar's dead." It's like you know, there's amazing guitars at every price point. It's people playing them all over the place. Great bands all over the place, and there's room for so much expansion and expression in this world that there's even crazy things like this happening um and and being talked about and loved and kind of drooled over and, and enjoyed. So like, yeah. Yeah, man. It gives you hope for the future scene stuff like this. And the other build I wanted to point out Uh, There's another build just being revealed by Sabra Fenluth here. And um, yeah, definitely more straightforward. You know, no teasing on this one. Just straight up showing it to you. Straight up guitar porn on this one. Um, Insane, beautiful inlays. Insane, beautiful, exotic woods. Um, This one's just straight up. There you go. Enjoy a nice guitar. If you're like, I don't need any of the story. I don't need all that stuff. Yeah, it sounds nice. But eh, if you just want to see like a sick guitar uh yeah this what a beautiful piece of craftsmanship this is as well so um this is another model built for uh the guitarist of the Spanish rock band Extremadura i've talked about them before in relation to sabra fenn and suggested some of their music and stuff on here there uh if you've not heard of them they are massive within spain um really 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 popular rock band within spain and other countries in europe um and other spanish-speaking countries as well extremely popular you know fill out massive stadium stuff um and CyberFan actually built the uh they built both the guitars the guitarist singer and um the the lead guitarist they built both of them guitars and they also they specifically built a signature model for the lead guitarist um who goes by the stage name uoho but i don't know if that's how you pronounce it because even though people have told me how to pronounce it i got i've got dumb brain and don't know how to say other words from other languages i just said i don't even know words in english give me a break if i don't know names in spanish um i I apologize but um he he's got a signature model which is kind of kind of sg like like double horn kind of guitar but it's actually hollow body um beautiful carved tops and backs freaking gorgeous guitars those um but he will also have special custom guitars from Cyberfen as well this is another one of his i believe um based off of the Marusha model um which is usually more of an archtop model um as a kind of very classically styled but with quite a lot of changes it does not look like any other model of archtop quite but you know very recognizable as an archtop but uh, Carlos Cyberfen's got his own spin and very much his own design on the archtop as well as some very clever features that we've covered here before um but the marusha is very flexible as well you can take it to kind of different places models that are technically hollow but look a lot less obviously hollow look a lot less like an archtop and this is one of those examples um looks like a single cutaway guitar looks like a kind of more curvaceous les paul with a deeper cutaway, but um actually hollow body in there with highly carved back and sides, highly figured maple um on the top, matching highly figured maple on the headstock. Uh, beautiful wooden knobs and appointments, lovely wraparound bridge, a beautiful inlay detail behind the bridge, um, and then silver binding as well. Well, um, kind of actually not binding, really more purfling kind of around. Um, the outside of the guitar is not actually binding um, between the top and the side. Um, it's actually more like the the purfling outline around the top in silver. Um and sort of there were some workshop photos. If you go back on the links in the description to CyberFen, you go back and a bit, you'll see the kind of progress workshop photos a while back as this was coming into being beautifully, lovingly handcrafted. Um, you know, the 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 it was cool seeing the work that goes into that uh, as well. Um yeah, what a phenomenal looking guitar that is. So great stuff there. Anyway, with that, I am going to make a suggestion that you go and check out extremaduro i did that before i believe when i was listening to uh when i was not listening to it, when i was talking about sabra i happen to be listening to them as well and i thought you know what if we're talking about sabra guitars it makes sense you go check out people playing them i also have suggested David was Ruggiero before and he plays a marusha guitar a lot um so if you've been listening to his music on my suggestion um on not the acoustic stuff but the electric stuff that a lot of the time and you're watching his performances lately you will see him performing with the marusha and hear that on the records as well um and he's actually linked to the very special guitar that's coming as well in in a certain way so um i did suggest that before i suggested and posted a link to some extremadura before but i've got a different example of some extremadura i want you to go listen to here um and it's live which i thought was great because we're all missing live music and also it's great it's great way to check out a band seem live you get a sense of their energy something something different about that um not necessarily you know, better or worse between listening to record, but something different about that. I think it's sometimes a cool way to be introduced to a band. Um, so here's them playing live. And also, um, both the guitarists are using Sabra Fane guitars. No, in this video, in the, in the one I suggested before, they're both using Sabra guitars. In this video, uh, the lead guitarist, like I said, is using his signature model, is using a Sabra Fane guitar. Um, the other, the guitarist and singer, he's playing a gibson nighthawk i believe one of those funny cool gibson nighthawks which you see kicking around now and again interesting guitars um so he's playing one of those um but you'll see uh, a sabra in action and hear it from the lead guitar um which is great great work on here nice nice chill song here to you know well the way it eases in at least um which is cool Great stuff um, and nice guitar tones on there to check out the Sabra Fan as well. So I'll leave you with that. Uh, links to all this stuff in the description so you're going to check this all out for yourself. Um, yeah, and I'm going to keep covering more builds on here because there's tons of cool stuff going on as well as anything else interesting in guitar world. So go check out that music. Listen to a bunch of music that inspires you. Play a bunch of guitar. Look after yourselves. Look after one another. As always, I'll catch you again tomorrow.